Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. 1420 Foul Tips Emergency Edition. What a wreck we had yesterday in Canada. We had a playoff pitcher all going. The games were supposed to be happening today. Canadian Thanksgiving families are going to be gathered around the televisions right across this great country of ours. And things really changed between the hours of 4 and 5 o'clock Mountain Standard Time here in, in Alberta. And then it got things where uh, it just gradually went from bad to worse. Joined by uh, Dave from Level the Playing Field. Dave, how you doing? Now the dust has settled. The tears have been wiped. What's your thoughts on what what occurred yesterday? Oh, man. It's just such a... I don't even know. I don't know how to put it into words. It's just so baffling. Like, you, you're sitting there watching it, and you're in the mode, like, okay, game's over. Getting ready for tomorrow. Ross Tripling. Hopefully, we can keep the bats going. And then all of a sudden, it's just, oh, okay, they got a couple here. Ooh, okay. We'll, we'll bring in the good relievers now. And the good relievers come in, and it really didn't change a whole lot. And... And then fucking George Springer gets his head ripped off by Pichette. And it's just like, it was a fucking calamity. We'll get into uh, yesterday's calamity first. But yeah, like the 8-1 the lead, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. It On Friday night's game, it looked to me that in the first inning, it looked to me that uh, Manol was a bit overwhelmed with the situation. He came up, they they were done. It was that they were down 3 nothing early. Uh, Luis Castillo for the Mariners came. He just, he did what he's supposed to. That's why they picked him up the trade de- at the trade deadline from Cincinnati. He was great that game. And then the, their, their reliever came in. I can't remember his name. He was throwing 100 and and he might as well have been the way he was moving the, the baseball as well. Uh, it, like, like, like I said, it looked like Manoa was a bit overwhelmed with the big crowd. First, the big, uh, first big outing of his career in, in the playoffs like that. And it, they just never, they never seemed to, well, they didn't get the bats going, but they, like I said, it was three, nothing early. And then it, they never recuperated on Friday night. Yeah. I don't know if it was overwhelmed. I just, they, the Mariners showed up ready for what he was going to do. Right. So he came in throwing, like uh, 75% fastballs in the first inning and his fastball wasn't really locating even all game. Even when he started pitching better, his fastball still was everywhere. Uh, We started off the game by hitting Rodriguez 
Um, and then uh, he moved down to – he started throwing his fastball like below 40% of the time after that. He started throwing his slider a lot more and had a lot more success. So, it's, I don't know, those kinds of things happen. Like, they came in ready, swinging the first pitch, hitting all the fastballs that weren't particularly well located, and we were just cold as shit. And Castillo was throwing, like, harder than he ever has, right? He, came he in was unbelievable. Up. You know, he was he unbelievable. He was crazy. It was, so, like, that's the kind of stuff that happens in October, right? Like, you have great pitching performances. You just can't really do anything against it, no matter how great your lineup is. And, uh, yeah, so – well, that's the big thing with the playoff baseball. You can get these guys, like you said, they, they can come out and they have these maybe a once in a in an October kind of an outing, and, and the, the Mariners got that in, in a short three-game series, and you get the first win. Would you have set the, the rotation up a little bit differently now that you like, looking back, or, or was that the matchup that, that, that the Jays should have went with? No, they wanted Manoa. Manoa's been the better pitcher. He Well, he's in the better results. Um, anyways... Manoa was yeah, Manoa was our number was our number one. And that's the way like you don't you start messing around with it too much, then guys are on weird rest, and then you start if something if say they were on weird rest and then we had a couple so so performances, then you're starting to think, well, did we fuck it up by tinkering too much? You know, so they're on that that's the the schedule they're on. You might as well just keep them as close to the regular schedule as possible. Yeah, I, I I think that way a little bit. Then I got thinking, geez, do you do you do you, do you take a loss? Do you, do you, okay, or or do you do you pencil a loss and get your good guy against their good guy, or do you get like your second best against their like? Do you do you match it up that way? I've always wondered that about playoff baseball. But like you said, creatures are or pitchers are such creatures of habit. It's if you screw up with their with their rest and they they get all pissy and poopy pants and you don't know what what you're going to get if you if you bump them out of the rotation spot because I'm the number one guy like the Yankees did, did had they they put their we won't even talk about that freaking debacle going on there because I wouldn't I wouldn't start Cole in game one but that's just me uh, go, then you get into yesterday into game two uh, Gossman was he was dealing he was yeah. going if everything was coming up rosy you had you had the two home runs from Teoscar Hernandez he was looking like Reggie Jackson did in 1977 two at bats two home runs and things were looking great for the Jays it was it was 8-1 and then they like you said they went to the bullpen and I don't know hey I don't in 8-1 yes the bases were loaded he gets the two outs I leave him in to finish that inning off like I leave him in there because you're bringing in a guy with that emotion and geez, man, it's, it's gotta be a little bit nerve wracking butthole clench to come in that situation. Bases loaded. I leave, I leave Gossman in there just because he's already got the emotion of the game and he's got, he got those two big outs and he's there. I leave him in. But the bases weren't even loaded, were they? Cause they, they, I think he was just a runner on second cause they walked Santana it was two was one, first... I think, when when they put Gossman or they when they took Gossman out, it doesn't well, much matter. But yeah, well, they, they what they they intentionally walked Santana was the first thing they did after Mesa came in. So I think that's where yeah. the second runner came from. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like, Gossman is a great pitcher. He was pitching well. Like, it really co- if if ever if everything works out, like Mesa is usually. Like last year, he was great. This year, he's been kind of up and down. If things work out like the way they should have, 
then you're sitting here thinking, oh, great. We only use Gosman for like 80 pitches. He's going to be well-rested for his next start. Maybe we can bring him in on short rest and get him into, into the Houston series a couple times, right? But now that you've made that decision, you're looking back again. So you're, tink- you're tinkering and you're saying, well, fuck. Like, do we, do we outthink ourselves? Right. So, well, it goes back to that old saying, it's, it's hard to win the world series if you're not in it. Right. And it's, it's, that it's like, you go back and you, okay, if we, if we, we don't, if we do, we're down. If we do, if we're down, if we don't kind of a situation, I leave him in just the, this, the analytics of, of it all and everything that goes, can go sideways. Like, I think that when it gets to playoff baseball, you, you need the guys who just, here's what we got and you leave the binders and you leave the nerds at home and play up baseball, is such a different beast. Like I, I, that's much my opinion on that. If you just go with, you go with what got you there and you stick with that. What if analytics got you there? Well, look what analytics hasn't gotten <laughs> anybody anywhere. It seems to me the nerds, the nerds don't seem to be winning a whole bunch in, in my opinion, but it's just, it comes down to talent. I, I don't well, know who, who are the two, who are the two nerdiest teams in baseball? Well, the Dodgers and the, the Astros, Dodgers. I think. <laughs> and the Astros, look at look, they're probably going to meet in the in the World Series. I I just stick, I I stick with Gossman in that situation because I've always I found especially the later in the season, the more human beings that you give an opportunity to screw up, they're going to find a way. So if you go from pitcher to pitcher to pitcher, it's just bound to go sideways. Like it's that that's human beings in general. If you give them more, more humans, a chance to screw up, they're going to find a way to do it. Yeah. But the counter argument is you're supposed to be putting each of them in the perfect situation for them to succeed. Right. So like, I don't know. It, it, when, when you have a guy go five innings and then you go reliever, reliever, reliever the rest of the game and you fucking like basically shut them out, then it looks great. If when it fucking blows up in your face, then it's like, oh, why'd you put that guy in? Yeah, like hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? The one thing that gets overlooked a little bit, I, I think, yesterday was, I think it was in the eighth inning, guy on first, bottom of the eighth, um, and the Tijuana Titan, Alejandro Kirk, was up, and ball four was pitched, and the umpire called it a strike. It was up, it was in, it was not a strike. It was outside the little box. It's on, no, and it wasn't a strike just by, by my eyeballs sitting here, down here in the tavern. That... All of a sudden, you have first and second with two, with two out. Ball should have been ball four, three two count instead. Next pitch, of course, the umpire's worst nightmare. Ground ball to second base. That the inning's over. That can change. Like the way that that gets overlooked a little bit in my eyes, because uh, I just see like I see myself making that horrific call. Like oh fuck, did I blow that? And that that gives another at bat to the Jays. First and second. The, the, the crowd was into it. Skydome was rocking. Like I'll, I'll call it Skydome forever. But uh, th- that gets overlooked a lot, that that at-bat. Yeah, there was, there was some missed calls yesterday. Some some pretty bad ones, to be honest with you. But, like, really, it's just, like, the timing of that one's really the, the worst part. Those calls, they happen, right? I'd love to be able to sit here and say the umpires fucked us. But, and they, the umpires weren't out there giving up seven runs after we were up 8-1. 
Yeah, it, it's reminiscent. Of, it, we were like my uh, Deanne; she's a huge Leafs fan, and and we were talking all of a sudden like it's just it, it's four one all over again. The 2013 massacre that happened with the the Bruins and everything else. It's just it's Toronto sports fans. You you guys must be just like beside yourself today. I can't imagine what the papers and the and the media is like in Toronto today. Just with with what was going on and when it was this the meltdown that just happened and just like it 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 just got to be reminiscent of that whole four one thing that happened in 2013. Yeah, uh, I can see that. I, well, I can and I can't. For, well, firstly, personally, like, I, I gave up on the lease a long time ago. So, like, that never <laughs> You're a really, smart person. That that didn't affect me personally, but, like, the, the, this, the like, overarching part of the 4-1 game is that they were also up 3-1 in the series first, then yeah. down to a game seven, and then lost 4-1, right? So it's a little bit of a, a bigger thing, but, yeah, I don't... It's a, I think it's, I think I saw in the ticker yesterday it was like the large lead ever blown in a playoff game or something like that. It, 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 the it, second it, largest, it, something like that. Like I had, like I said, I had my Sunday all lined up. The in-laws are coming here today and I was going to find a way to sneak away for a little bit. And, but now, uh, well, the game's not on. So I guess I'm, we're kind of, kind of here all day long. Like I, they're, they're great and I love them and everything else, but you just need a, a, sometimes you need time to get away. And I kind of had a, an escape plan to go down to the local watering hole and watch the game for a little bit. Uh, and then they, they just uh, Canadian base. And the thing about the Jays when they're relevant in Canada uh, and they're, they're, they're doing well, the country gets behind them quite a bit and it, cause you're a baseball fan, no matter what, but when they, they get winning and they get moving, a lot more people are watching, especially over in Western Canada, where I am, it's, it just adds to it so much. And now it's just over. Like it's, yeah. it's, it was over that quick for a team that was supposed to make a, a long playoff run. They they're the prognosticators early uh, before the season started, had the Jays winning a world series. And now their playoff hopes and dreams are, are gone in, th- in 30 hours. It's just over that quick. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, like I said, it's hard to put into word. Like we, for like the season's kind of not, I know that we started out as like heavy favor, or I know heavy favorites, but betting favorites, but like the way Vlad season was like, Good, not great. Tay Oscar wasn't really the same as he was last year. Springer's been dealing with injuries all season. Always. Pichette looked like Pichette looked like shit until August. Like it didn't really feel like we were building to that. So I wasn't sitting here. And I was hopeful, but I wasn't sitting here with the expectation, like, yeah, we're gonna make this happen. Right. But yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, the way the season way started go. off, Dave, like the way this, the, like the Yankees started off 102 and 0, like no one expected that. Like the way they, they ran away with the division early. I mean, they they they, they dropped down the and the, the Jays made it interesting in September when the, there was a five game lead at one point. I think it got to then it was a ten and a half to finish it off. Like no one expected that to happen. But then, yeah, the, like you said, the Jays never felt that it never felt that they were that team that everybody thought they were going to be. Like yeah. it, just, it didn't work out that way for them. Their pitching was okay, but like you said, it was more their offense that didn't that didn't look and didn't play out the way that everybody everybody uh, everybody thought it was it would. Yeah, no, it, we never had a period of time except for maybe like five six games at a time where we had like everything clicking all at once. Right, Brios was shit, and I, like I said, there's been under what. Like I say, underwhelming because it's the expectations of some of these hitters are so high, right? Too like, high, almost. 
right? Yeah. Like almost too high. I mean, like at the end of the day, like a pit, like a, a hitter, the, the the greatest one ever fails six out of ten times, right? So that and that's Ted Ted Williams. So you get get guys who are they, they, they the especially in Canada, it's, it's Canada's only only baseball team. So everybody right across the country thought the Jays were going to be the every player was going to hit three fifty, and that's just not not a thing. It it doesn't happen. No, not every player, but Vlad should have hit like three twenty. With his skills and the way he can hit the ball, he should be hitting like 310, 320, not 275. Um, he's kind of like getting to... left behind in the young superstars' thoughts a little bit. Like he's not the Soto, he's not the right, like he's not in that discussion right, right now because he hasn't delivered the big, big time like everybody's hoping he would. Like he's yeah. there, but he's well, not he, there. It's, you know, it's this season, right? Like, yeah, he judge left everyone behind in the MVP MVP conversation very early, so like no one else, any any of the other big stars, big young stars you're thinking about are all in the NL. Yeah, because they're all fighting for MVP votes. Uh, Guerrero was never in that conversation because just you know what do you judge had of the historic season? So he just like he just uh, he dominated the conversation. That bloop, that bloop fly ball that you're talking about, I think it was in the eighth inning last night that uh, scored three runs and the collision that Springer had with uh, with, uh, with Bichette's knee and the whole bit and Springer got hurt again. Man, he's injured. Like, he played he played hard. You can't call that injury prone. Come on. No, 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 no. But no, he just, like, <laughs> even, even like the what he ran into the wall earlier in the game and all of a sudden his wrist was, like, he's sore. Like, it just, it always seems like there's something with him. Like, that that collision in the eighth, that's not his fault. He, that, that, that's a that's a hard a hard play in baseball play. Do you go for that that ball? Because if if he held holds up, probably only one run scores on that instead of three. Do you hold up on that? Or but if, but if he makes the play, he looks like a legend, right? Yeah. I don't know. You're thinking two outs. If I make this catch, we probably win the game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I I probably personally go for it, but I also am not known to make the most cautious decisions in the world. Like <laughs> I don't know, that's kind of like why he's who he is. And same with Bichette, like they make they make the great plays because they are willing to take the risk to maybe fuck it up, right? And yeah, you look over, you you look you look at the highlight again, and that ball wasn't much out of Bichette's reach like it, it was close like it was a, no, like a, it was a tough play and he makes that play or Springer makes that play and, and neither of them did and the rest is history and we're sitting here talking about it today instead like that could have been highlight of the night stuff no matter what and it just didn't happen maybe just what it just wasn't meant to be like the Mariners the Mariners got in on the basically on the last on Friday night of uh, of last week to first playoff appearance in 21 years 20 yeah 21 years now so maybe it was just the Mariners time to do it Maybe, I don't know, just one of those things. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, uh, I do know that as soon as Springer, wait, it, that was like haunting watching him try to get off the field. That was, that was like pit of your stomach 
you know, feel good kind of stuff. Like he looked like he was like holding back vomit the whole time. Yeah. Like that, that was bad. But then like, as soon as that happened, I, you could, you could just ended the game there. Like the Jays were so fucking rattled. Like, not that that's the reason they lost because they already gave up the seven runs or whatever before that. But like, they were all just like not in it after that. You could, it just like the whole energy was sapped from the building. Well, yeah. So I was about to say, like, how crazy that Rogers, Skydome, and whatever, whatever it's called, uh, it, uh, it was loud as it always is in the playoffs there. It was great. The atmosphere was awesome. And then it was like the mute button got put on the whole building. It was silence in there, not only yeah. because they gave up the seven runs, but because Springer was hurt. And he, he, like you said, he, it looked, he was hurt. There was no getting around that. Like it, I haven't heard any reports how he, how he is today, but uh, it did not look good at all. Like it was, uh, I mean, we talking so much about head injuries and the Tua thing last week and everything. Like it doesn't look good. Like it was a bad one. And baseball doesn't happen a whole bunch, but that one was a bad one for sure yeah it was you're not even when you say it's like the they hit the mute button you're not even exaggerating i pointed out to my daughter's like listen to the game like it is silent you don't hear anything nothing the announcers weren't talking you didn't hear a single noise from the stands it was just it was like i put the game on mute. like honestly it was silent I, I couldn't believe it. It was uh, it was nuts how how silent because like I said that 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 place was rocking right right from the get go yesterday. Everybody was expecting a big win, and uh, the party was going to get going down whatever street that the that the that the building's on there. It was uh, no, it was it was too bad that the, it, the season ended that way. The, the expectations were, were set a little bit high, but uh, they were poised to win this season. Uh, do you do you stick with what they got? If you're if you're Dave, play the GM of the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. You're the guy to make the decisions for next season. It's the, the rebuild starting up the rebuild, the, but the plans for next year starts right now. What went right? What went wrong? What does Dave, the GM of the Toronto Blue Jays, if you're put in that position, what do you do to to go to the next level? Like that's their 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 site. Next level is their hashtag, right? So what what do you do to get them to the next level? That's tough because they don't have a lot of spots in the lineup where it's easy to improve. They have, like, first of all, like my my gut reaction yesterday was like, if they don't spend a hundred million dollars over the next five years on this bullpen, I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. But then when you really sit back and see like where the problems happened yesterday, it was all the guys like all your best guys who like. Like Romano gave up a couple runs. He was great all season. I don't Basket. think there was a plan. I don't think there was a plan looking at that now because Romano, the most pitch he's ever thrown, I think they said 28 yesterday, and he was at 28 and the game wasn't over yet. Like, I yeah. don't think there was a big pitcher plan. No, because Bass came in and fucked it up. Yeah. So they were, because they already, they already put in Garcia and then he had his inning. Bass came in and was supposed to shut him down. And he couldn't. He didn't get a single out. And then they're like, oh, fuck, what are you supposed to do now? He put in – and then you can't sit there and say you got beat by your fourth-best reliever, right? And Like like uh, Showalter with the Orioles, having Jimenez in instead of fucking Britain, yeah. right? Oops. You can't sit there and be like, oh, I was saving him for later. We're like, good good work, because there is no later, you fucking moron. Yeah. So you put Tough in your to win best – the World Series, you're not in it. So you put in your best pitcher, and, yeah, they probably – you don't want to be experimenting with how long a guy can go in an elimination game is the problem, right? So Simber has been great this year too. So probably they should have brought him earlier if you're really going to go back and dissect hit Schneider's moves, but I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, but like I was saying, 
the guys who who lost at first yesterday, I like those are the guys you want to be betting on. Bass had like a one and a half ERA all season. Romano had a two point one ERA all season. Like, I don't know what are you supposed to do. You have these great relievers, and when they fuck it up, you can't just be like, "Oh, the bullpen sucks." Like, yeah, the bullpen had holes in it, but the holes like Trevor Richards and like uh, Kikuchi aren't the ones that fucked it up for you yesterday. It was your <laughs> best. Kikuchi. It was your best guys. So it would. I don't know. You unless you're gonna have. No team has like seven Romanos they can just put in. So one thing that was blaringly obvious yesterday that I that difference between yet yeah, this this year's Jays team came now I might be wrong but it's just something that watching this yesterday's this this year's Jays team and the 2015 2016 Jays teams that, that had nice runs and they were they were really close to being World Series contenders well they were World, World, World Series contenders when Whit Merrifield got plunked in the head yesterday and there was another guy got beamed earlier on in that inning the benches didn't come off a little bit nobody seemed to care there was no fire off the bench that said that said anything like it do you know what i'm getting like it, there was nothing that said hey man you got to quit doing that like there was no like i remember in 2015 with what the, all that that crazy inning and what that all happened we all know it very well the bat flip game the whole bit um there was a lot more fire on that bench back in 2015, 2016. A guy got plunked in the head, and nobody came at all to Merrifield's defense. Maybe yeah, because he's often... a bit of a dickhead, I think. But Who, that's, Merrifield? I think he's a bit of a nozzle, but that's my No. For, based on what? Just just my views. We won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it seems pretty random, but um, I think it's tough to – you don't really see bench clean brawls in the playoffs ever. I was at first, I was questioning what anybody who even thought that was intentional. And then I started, like I started watching people's videos who were like breaking it down more. And I was, I kind of see what they're saying, but like, I don't know. Like you really want to risk getting suspended in the well, playoffs. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying go out and start throwing bats at anybody. I'm just saying come out, just come out, don't even go to the line. Just a few guys, but nobody even left the bench. Like there was no emotion, it seemed. Uh, if you watch them play, they play with a, a lot of emotion all the time. And it's tough to say that the Jays were lacking emotion at any time. It's just maybe not angry emotion. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I could be off base. I, I'm just there was just an observation that I had that there wasn't much emotion at that moment when a guy gets plunked in the in, in the coconut and nothing. There was nothing because a guy just got hit and it was a pitcher's first. It was a fastball up and in. Like it was his first pitch of the game. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it. I don't think those just get away on a guy. These guys can put a baseball anywhere. That's my like. You should never throw at a guy's head. I'm not saying well, that. Ever, by that argument, ever, ever. Manoa hit Rodriguez twice on purpose yesterday. Yeah, Manoa, Jesus. He, I, yeah, that was a tough, that was a, that was a tie. I, I would have, yeah, I mean, you stick with what, what got you there and you can't change it. And I, I just think that they, they need to go and try to, I don't know, like how, at some point they got to sign Vladdy, right? They got to give him how much, like, how much is he worth, in your opinion? Like, what's he going to get? He'll get, what did uh, Soto just get? He'll get whatever he got. Close enough. And, Oh, oh no, sort of didn't sign yet, but whatever. You know what I mean? It's it'll be it'll be it'll set the bar for 
the rest of them. Yeah, it'll be like what, 400, 450 million. Rogers Over probably, probably like 15 years. Like, like, see my phone bill going up all of a sudden. For that. <laughs> Pay for that. Uh, the rest of playoffs, like I said, I was gonna, hoping there was going to be more games today, but the other series they ended um, kind of in a whimper. I, I, I'm uh, only I'm one and two of my predictions how they were going to go. Uh, what's your predictions for the next round? Cleveland and the Yankees. Who do you got winning that one and how many games? Hmm. I don't know. I think you were pretty quick to hope that Cleveland wins. The Bieber. I just Bieber, hate Tampa. Like I just Tampa just scares me. I, yeah, I, I, they I, just do. I don't want. I, you never want to be playing Tampa, but like if you end up. So who's gonna go game one for Cleveland now? It's Tuesday. So do you go Bieber on? No, you go Bieber game two, probably against Severino, or or Cortez. Cortez, I think is going right? game two. Like you're, those guys, they gave up like one run against the, or they even gave up a run against the Tampa Bay. One, so like, I don't know, man. Your your offense there kind of runs hot and cold. If 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 Judge isn't hitting home runs every second at bat, so yeah, um, you it I can see them giving you a hard time. That's a tough one to pick because, yeah, probably you. I would probably see the Yankees winning that anyway, but I think it's gonna be. I think it, I think it could be a five gamer just because yeah. of the, the way the Yankees don't hit and the way Cleveland can pitch. I think it could be it it could be Yankees in five if the Yankees pull that off, but it could also be Cleveland in three. Because if the Yankees bats go cold and Cleveland can pitch the way Cleveland pitch, I mean they, they just went fifteen scoreless innings yesterday or fourteen whatever it was. Yeah. Cleveland can pitch, and they're they're and they're 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 young and dumb and and Francona can manage it uh, like no one's business. He's probably the best manager that, that that's left going right now. He no that that's going to be a t- I think it's it's either Yankees in five or Cleveland in three. I think it could could go that either way. I hope it's Yankees in five, but that's my own personal. Uh, Seattle, Houston. This one, I thought I, oh. Seattle. I think Houston's the best team in baseball. I, I hate to say it because I can't stand them. I, I I just I I my my disdain for them hasn't went away from the. Yes, it's a different cheating scandal. Yes, the Yankees were probably had their own thing going on, but that I can't stand the Houston Astros. Uh, this one I think might go four, but it's probably Houston and three or yeah, Houston in three or four. Yeah, I would say Houston in three. Did you hear me say that I uh, I picked up a book about that cheating scandal? Yeah, uh, I think by uh, one of your buddies, Andy Martino, yeah, a Toronto beat writer or a New York beat writer. Yeah, I was surprised you could read. That yeah. was the biggest thing for me. Most people are. <laughs> that was my big takeaway from that, Dave. Uh, Philly, uh, I thought that for some reason, I, I got that one 100% right. Philly beat, uh, put the retirement ceremony and the retirement tour away for uh, in two games with the, with uh, St. Louis. Uh, they can pitch. They're, they're two guys. They're, they're two studs. We're going. Uh, Philly, Atlanta. Atlanta's still... They're still the chance to beat to beat the man you got to beat, or to be the man you got to beat the man. Atlanta wins that one in four, three, four. Yeah, Atlanta's so good. They have so much, so much pitching, so much hitting. They're just they got everything. They got everything going. Padres, Mets. Who wins that one tonight? Oh fuck! How can you bet on the Mets? <laughs> Mets are gonna they mess. Just, right? They can't fucking get out of their own way. Like I. Yeah, I don't know. I would say they're instant. Yeah, I'd probably San Diego wins. They got Musgrove going today against who's the third pitcher on uh, the Mets? Exactly. Who yeah. knows? 
Like, can you believe they were they were booing Scherzer off the field the other night? That's like even for New York, that's a bit aggressive. It's it's Max Scherzer, one of the best of all time. You don't do that. Yeah, you don't like, do that. It's his first year. It's not like he has a history of fucking up in the in the playoffs for you. It's his first year here. He was amazing all season, and the first time he fucks up, you boo him off the field. Like it, it makes fuck. it pretty easy for Max Scherzer to just say, "I'm not playing here anymore." Yeah, he makes, contract, no contract, whatever. He can just, "I'm out." Makes Philly fans look good. Those yeah, fucking guys. Yeah, you don't, you don't do that. Like that's just you don't do that. Like, uh, like the guy's a surefire first ballot Hall of Fame guy, one of the best still, one of the best still pitching in baseball to, at whatever age he's at now, and it might make his like, "I'm not, I'm good." Like I'm out, no matter how much you're paying me, because somebody's gonna going to pay him regardless. I know yeah. like, the Met Mets owner Cohen's got a ton of money more than anybody in baseball, but whatever, someone's going to pay him, right? If he wants to opt out or whatever, it's got to be. I I couldn't believe that myself. Yeah, you had a bad outing. You had a bad outing. It's it it happens, right? Yeah. Uh, World Series. I I got Dodgers. For some reason, I got the Dodgers going to to the World Series. They were, they, they they had a. They've been in, in the lead in the American or the National League West all season long. They're uncontested. The Houston Astros are there. I just I think the Dodgers are going to to find a way to, to pull one off and and right. do it this year without the, they haven't really had a, a World Series since '88. I don't really count that the COVID one that they won in, in 2020. Uh, I think the Dodgers are going to find a way to pull this off. Yeah, I don't see I don't see it being anything but a Houston Dodgers World Series, which would be kind of crazy considering both of them allowed like. 300 plus million dollars shortstops to walk in the offseason and didn't even really didn't replace them i guess like la took the precaution of having trey turner there last year before yeah uh, seager could walk but yeah man to let go of guys that caliber and still franchise guys all right like any other team in the league would like die to develop guys that good and they're just like yeah you can go it's fine and we're still going to be the best team in each of our leagues and meet in the World Series, and it's going to be no problem. It's crazy how that happens, ain't it? Some teams, they just strive for it year after year after year and get nothing for it. Like, it's, it is it is crazy how some franchises can just do it. They can just do it. Um, MVPs, Judge, American League? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people will say your team has to win to get an MVP vote which I know you guys did like a whole a bunch of a time on. Yeah. Um, and then like the, just like the narrative around getting 62 and stuff, that's for sure. Like I, I'd be surprised if it wasn't unanimous almost. Yeah. Cause the people on the, the Otani tranks, he has like, he's, he's the best player in baseball, he, but do you give it to a guy year in year out just cause he's the best? Like you have to actually do something, you know, like I think you have to do something. Your well, team has to, I would you have to be there something. a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough because you're in a you're in a team where you have like eight other people on the field with you at the same time, and if you're there by yourself, that's not really your problem. But I don't know. Yeah, it's um, a, it's a tough one. I don't even know. Like, who would who are the front runners in the NL? I don't even know. I don't know. I I I, I know so little about that. Give it to Pujols. Why not? <laughs> Hey, why not? Here you go. You had a you had an iconic season. You hit the you hit the seven hundred and three, and you you t- you passed Babe Ruth for for all for all for second all time. And I didn't even know that was happening. Like it, it gets so little press that kind of stuff. Hey, that hey, he's chasing Babe Ruth here a little bit for 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 that kind of a record. And once you get into Babe Ruth territory, that should be talked about a lot, a lot more than it was. Like, and it just wasn't. Baseball is always terrible at advertising their own players. 
It's like, crazy how poorly how poorly they go about. Like NFL, anything happens, and it's it's all over everywhere. Baseball, well, it'll happen again next year. So we're we're not going to worry about it. They don't they don't put it out to the masses. Baseball does not do that. It's such a regional sport for every team. They don't make it countrywide or even like like nothing. It's it's crazy how they just don't promote it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough to explain. Like they have guys who are doing amazing things all the time and. And yeah, you just, I don't, if so, like, so I was going to say earlier, like you're, we're talking about like young players, superstars who you don't really hear of him. Like Soto, now that he plays in San Diego, you're never going to hear about him. Never. Because he, and not even for, like, so he's on a great team with another young superstar. And, and then Manny Machado, who's in the MVP race this year. And you're just never going to hear about him. Arenado. Goldschmidt yeah, and, and, uh, and, Machado. and and Machado are in yeah. for the National League, right? Yeah. Um, and then, but just because they live on the other side of the country, well, other side for me, closer for you, but like I'm, I'm right right here and never hear about it, never. Right. So, yeah, it's crazy. It's weird the way that they just go out of their way to not tell anybody about their sport. Dave, you guys are putting out shows hot and heavy. How's it level of playing field doing? What do you got planned for the future? How's things going at the level of playing field world headquarters? Uh, things are doing good. We're scheduling's tough right now, so we're uh trying to crank out two. We're getting two recorded on Sundays and putting them out twice a week. Um, we actually just signed a uh, like a two month ad deal with a company I won't mention because I think it contradicts with one of yours. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's cool. It was like completely like out of the blue. We just got an email and it was like, hey, like. We didn't even, like look for it or anything. It just kind of showed up in our laps, so that's fun. And uh, yeah, we're hoping to put reinvest that money into uh, into the podcast. Maybe get some ads going and try to get yeah. our numbers up a bit. It's it's a lot. There's a lot going on in the podcast world, and it, it overtakes your brain a little bit. How you can get things moving forward and progress and have the, it, it's it's fucking tough, but whatever. It's yeah. it's still uh, it's it's still a lot of fun to. to to put this on every day and people listen, it's uh, even a better thing. So anyways, no, congratulations on having that deal. We'll talk off air who, who you got and we'll, we'll go from there, but congratulations on that. It's always a, feels pretty good when you get some, uh, a pat in the back a little bit, when things do fall in your lap, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing. Thanks for joining me today. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll, uh, or tonight. And then uh, the next week when uh, the, the, the real stuff gets going, cause it's a uh, baseball season. And this is the best time of year to be a sports fan. You got, you got footballs going, you got college football is full swing. Hockey's kicking off. You got playoff baseball, basketball's going. It's the best time of year. I think it to be, to be a sports fan. It, it, it can't be beat is October. Yeah, absolutely. Some people will try to say it's March, but no, it's not. It's October for, by far. It's October and it's it's not it's not comparable. Anyways, thanks for coming on the show, Dave, and we'll uh, we'll have you on again, or maybe meet, we'll uh, get Dave on here and ridicule him about his how bad his Broncos are. <laughs> I couldn't believe I was listening to I was listening to one of yours last night, and he was trying to like make it sound like the Broncos aren't like among the worst teams in football. I was like, you're crazy. Because yeah, I think it was too. Monday night before that debacle on Thursday when he was he was saying, well, you know, they're they're not that bad. They're this, two you know, and they two. Got some, <laughs> going two and two, and then that debacle that happened on Thursday that might have been one of the worst football games I ever watched in my life. That was yeah. ter- we were we were watching as we were recording, and I was like, oh man, this is bad. This is bad football. Like it's a uh, anyways, whatever. Two and two. Everybody's two and two until today, and then it's a bunch of really bad football teams being played. Anyways, enjoy the games uh, tonight. And like I said, we'll have you guys on. Uh, maybe get close to World Series. We'll do this again. Sounds good. Thank you. Right. Thanks, Dave.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 